Y'all ready to be history? It's started. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on-the-road voice recording. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars, George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters, voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line up, And welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Tribooth. Don't forget the code PAP200 to get $200 off your Tribooth. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Have you ever wondered how you can make things heard over 5G and 4G using Source Connect? Well, Richie from Studius is joining us again because I think you've managed to crack the code. Yes, I have. Uh, thanks for having me again. Um, Pleasure. <coughs> Where we're putting you to the ultimate test here. You've got Robert sitting yeah, on the got, other end of the Robert line as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do tell. So, um, yeah, so what's prevalent in Australia, especially in uh, the rural areas, is internet that uses, I think they call it commercial NAT. I thought it was kangaroos, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, f- funnily enough, like millions of years ago when we're probably at about Windows 3.1 and Windows 98, um, I worked in one of the first commercial ISPs in Australia and it was all obviously modem connect and stuff like that. Damn. And we used to have um, country customers that would be having problems with you know, dial up and negotiations and slow speed and all the rest of it. Just, I mean, just like the NBN today, right? Um, yes, but exactly. The, but Telstra, to save money, like when they were just putting their telephones in, would run like one wire down from the junction box in the road and then use fence wire to to do the return sort of thing. So <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like that's, <laughs> that's yes. that that used to happen. But um, but it is a premium service. Yeah, yeah, you must remember yeah, that. That's yeah. right. And you know, if it had rain or a bird had jump on the wire to disconnect and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of country services are either just wireless only or at the most um, they are a landline, but they use what's called commercial NAT. So it's one IP address presented to the, the internet might um, service. Yeah, we, like call, it, we call it yeah, CGNAT. It's the bane of our existence. Right. So... In a lot of these areas, they do actually have Telstra, which is the main um, telco over here. They do have wireless services, so it's been predominantly 4G and 5G. But the problem is that service by default is the same thing, that commercial grade NAT. Um, Mm -hmm. So it just makes it impossible to to set up Source Connect from. Um, So... I, I battled with this for years and I just couldn't get an answer out of anyone. You could buy little Netgear routers that were able to do the port forwarding and stuff like that, but you'd still be at the mercy. So do you get a VPN service that allows forwarding from a like a specific VPN? Is that uh, No. What it, um, it has ended up being is you have to get an account from Telstra Business Center and it's actually not that much more to buy that particular service and they send you out a different SIM, you're still connecting to the same towers across the country. There's no difference there. But once you've connected, you use um, a different APN, which is in mm-hmm. like the normal one would be called um, Telstra.internet. And the other one's called 
extranet, I think, just from from memory. But yeah, so you have to configure that in the the router or or whatnot, and then you're and good then you to get go. a static public IP. Right. Yeah. The the only other thing you have to do, even when you buy the Telstra business plan, if you like, you still have to tell them that you want forward-facing IP and there's a code that you quote and it's like a six-digit code. That's what they understand to then put that in their database and that allows you to actually log on to this telstra.extranet. And once you've done that, you are good to go. So I I did that for somebody who was down in uh, Tasmania doing some filming. Like he's a a voice actor, but he's um, also like a regular actor as well. So he bought a like a little Netgear modem and now he just uses that wherever he goes. He doesn't have any hassle whatsoever. He can be a hotel room or on the road or whatever. And then I've had another client who was just trying to get his um, house internet to work with SourceConnect. So he ended up just using the normal Telstra modem router that you get for your home, which might be either connected to ADSL or fibre or whatever, but they also have SIM cards in them as well. So we did exactly the same for him. And if they go travelling together as a family, they just take that whole unit with them and wherever they go, they just plug that in and they can still connect just like they do at home and it just connects to the local Telstra tower. That's interesting. So so, so the, the static IP that it gets is fairly mobile. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, just <clears throat> the, the Telstra 4G goes all over the country and just wherever you go and log in, that's yeah. that's where you are. And then uh, another step further, Alastair Lee, um, who you've mm-hmm. had on the podcast before, he ended up getting a Lenovo laptop. He likes the, the feel of those. Um, and we wanted to make it easy for him to be out on the road because of his um, disability to be able to just do a source connect or to just connect to the internet for that matter. And that had an actual, like a SIM card modem inside. And because there's no router to speak of, you don't even need to set up any port forwarding because there's no need to because there's no NAT inside the thing. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's just like a dr- it's like the modems right inside the computer, so there's no network to have. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so for him, um, he's obviously got uh, we've got good internet for him at home and like good Wi-Fi network and stuff like that. So if he's just on his normal machine doing the Source Connect, it just all works. But if he wants to use his laptop for Source Connect at home, he just turns off the Wi-Fi in the laptop. And it switches over to 5G, I think um, his one is. Um, so it'll be either 4G or 5G, whatever is available through the tower. And yeah, he's good to go. So, it's so like how much a little, does it cost for the for the business service? I, I can't say for sure, but it's actually, it's no more than just your normal sort of house one. It might be like maybe 10% or 20% more, but I, I just can't tell, I, I just can't say off the top of my head. In, the, in the States, like the way it goes is, I think Verizon charges like a one-time $500 fee, I believe. And I think Sprint charges like 5 or $10 a month for a static IP. Right. I'm not too sure what the other carriers do. Well, Sprint is now T-Mobile, so whatever they do. Yeah, like, if it, if, like for example, this is just like if you're paying $80 a month for your phone data or something like that, like a data plan, the, the business one might be like 90 or 100 and to flick yeah. the IP on is, isn't any extra charge. So, 
We'd had some luck with different carriers around the country just providing like Optus in some areas were doing the everyone gets an IP, um, but it was really hit and miss. So this was the first concentrated effort that we made and I was calling all the ISPs. We were onto the telecommunication ombudsman um, that didn't bear any fruit. And then it was just, I saw some weird post on some weird forum about the Netgear router and this little code that needed to happen and be on Telstra Business and it finally clicked. But yeah, it was, it was pretty stressful trying to work out if there was actually a way and that's what it was, yeah. So the, the, other, the other problem is IPv6. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Andrew? I was going to say, that, that would, uh, would that work in, in the States? Yeah, so it's the same idea. If you have a cell phone carrier, nine times out of ten, you're being put through their little private network. Um, so far, we haven't seen too many carriers. Typically, if you're wireless, you're going to get natted. And if you're not wireless, still with most of the cable providers, they're going to give you a public IP address, and they're not going to put you through their little network. But that said, some of the really rural uh, cable providers might start, I, I think some of them have, I think we found at least one that, was using a, a, a CG NAT or a carrier-grade NAT to... Um, and the reason why is the world's running out of IPv4 addresses. And uh, IPv6 fixes that. But technically, to go from IPv6 to IPv4, you basically have to go through a NAT, and it creates the same problem. So how do we get all the water to the other side? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know what the numbers are, but like, how many IPv4 addresses are there? It's like... It's still a crap load and we've used them all up and that's scary. So yeah. Like, uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but the, the six version makes it like a zillion times more. Um, but it's still not super prevalent either. And I remember talking about IPv6. No, I, but but they are using IPv6 in Australia. Right, but I just mean like a like a wide adoption, if you like. It's not, not widely exactly. adopted. No. It's sort of mm. a mm. Yeah. problem mm. in a way. So there you go. So was that a good fix, do you think? Uh, definitely. It's the it's the proper fix. I, I thought he figured out how to get Source Connect running on an iPhone. So did I. And I was like... Yeah. No, sorry. Um, yeah. like, no, switch story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but running through an iPhone, yeah. You see, Switch, you should have said yes. You just did yourself out of a gig. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. You, you could have said just, yes. yes. Well, but I can't tell you how I do yeah, it. Yeah, that's just right. Yes. It's a trade it's like secret. A, yeah, pay, yeah, pay me the I cash and I'll let you know. Kill you. Uh, yeah, I tell you, well, yeah. Well, well, I do run a Discord server and it's only $100 a month. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And the fix is coming next month. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. I should have a Discord server that I'm charging hundred dollars a month to uh, access. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if like Starlink would offer this. Like, can you get a well, that's a good, static IP that's address a good from Starlink? That's a really good point. But that way, you could get a forwarded port in the Ukraine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. But anyway, so that's um that's it. that's been our technical innovation for last twelve months. <laughs> Is getting people sorted out because there's been situations where people get onto there's a, a carrier called Belong and it's part of Telstra it's, and people choose it because it's cheaper because they basically say it's exactly the same but it's just you know 
It's just not those, and they use them. They just take longer to answer the phone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just email only support as well. So hang on, I'm 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 with Belong. What am I missing here? What what's different about Belong to it, Telstra? Uh, well, you don't belong to Telstra. No, I belong do. to Belong. I used to belong to Telstra, but they charged me too much money, so I went to Belong. No, I think it's not. I don't think it's Belong. I think it's B E space L O N G. <laughs> The Sorry, um, yeah, you, no, what's the yeah, difference? That's okay. Um, I will, as, as far as I knew from, from testing and whatnot, I thought all of Belong was on the carrier grade NAT, so you couldn't do your port forwarding. But is that uh, not the case? Well, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't use any of that stuff. See, so you could right. be right. But you said you're on Belong. I did, well, I am on Belong, but I just I'm only with my phone, and I don't oh, need okay. to, I don't, and I right. don't need to use Source Connect for. Right. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. If you did want to use Source Connect with the port forwarding and whatnot, you can't do it on the Belong oh, like home internet. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, I see. Well, I'm up, actually yeah. I'm about to switch carriers because uh, you can now get. I, I'm on fiber to the node. Um, right. And we've just been hooked up with all the the trenches and stuff, and I can now get fiber to the premises. So I'm about right. to go shopping for a new provider. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I don't know if that's a consideration, but yeah, um, yeah, belong just in your normal, oh, not ADSL, but you know, like VDSL or whatever it's called, um, is not an option. Yeah, there you go. I was looking at belong, so they're off the list. <laughs> you guys talk about it being for rural areas. Well, Los Angeles is also a rural area, right? For really? those that don't know, um, yeah, it's um, to get good Jesus. internet in parts of Los Angeles. Yeah, you need something like a five G router nowadays. Wow, because like my assistant, um, she was on DSL. That's what they could get. I was like, where what? are you again? Uh, yeah. What year is and, this? Um, I know. I know. And, it was um, hard to get T1 lines run in certain places in LA. And sometimes when you yeah, get I mean, them run, they'd be unreliable because they were so far from whatever pole was, you know, the last. Yeah. So she would edit a video for me, you know, and I'm thinking, yeah, send it on over. She's like, it says it's going to be three more hours. And I was like, what? And uh, I was like, What's, what speed are you getting? She was getting like um, like one to two mega, one megabit a second yeah, or something right. upload. Wow. And so I said, go try this 5G. Go check Verizon and T-Mobile. They're competing companies selling 5G network connections, you know? And she's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it is so much faster and it is cheaper. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, there you go. And I was like, I can't believe that we're, you're in Silver Lake, a high-end neighborhood of Los Angeles, but an old one. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. it's, it's high-end, but it's old buildings, old infrastructure, yeah. and it's very, very, like, tightly. It's all, everything's on hills. It's very hard to work on stuff there. And, um, yeah, so 5G for the win. She she <laughs> literally multiplied her upload speed by, like, 50 yeah, right. um, yeah. when she right. went to 5G. And she's a happy, happy camper. So there's still definitely pockets, even in a big city like Los Angeles, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. this technology is going to be the way to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's appalling where, where I, well, in fact, it's appalling in Australia, full stop. But um, that, that was the beginning of the, the whole changeover kicked off with that modem when I got a new modem because my speeds were so slow to the point where um, my upload speed was four. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Can you four believe it? Oh, looking again, four that's bytes. Four <laughs> that is it could be four gigs. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, four meg. Bloody hell. No, four meg is still much fat. Dial-up was 56 kilobits. Right. Mm. Per second, yeah. <laughs> so, but it's like you know, like I remember Robbo a few years ago 
when he called up Telstra to complain about the speeds, and they said, but but you're, you're paying extra because you're on a premium service. <laughs> it's like, based on what you should... Who's <laughs> premium? Yeah. Whose premium is that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. See, in my, in my old house, where I lived until a couple of years ago, I was on that Telstra 100 plan, and I didn't quite get 100, but I was getting 90... You know, ninety-two, ninety-five odd down. Yeah, um, and I'm sure it was fifty up, but it could if it if it wasn't, it was twenty-five, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are all getting better internet than I am. Really? Yeah, but you're stealing next doors. That's yeah, why. that's right. No, I'm stealing my own. I'm now stealing my own internet. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's funny. It's like it's always the grass is greener kind of thing because like whenever people complain about internet speeds and uh, over here and rightly so, it's always like everywhere else in the world, it's just totally fine, you know, like it's just here and I'm just, I'm sure it's just, that's not the case, but. That's not true. Just, yeah. It is pretty, it's still pretty shit though. Mm. Well, the thing that irks me the most, and, and it's probably one of the bummers about working from home, is if you look at commercial internet plans here in Australia, you can get some really spectacular speeds because we're thrown into the, you're only a residential area. Yeah. They, you're sort of told, well, you can't have those. And it's like, why? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, oh, I, I remember doing some work in at um, St Andrews Cathedral School in, in Sydney and they had rocking internet. It was crazy. It was like 100 gigs down, yeah. 50 gigs up. Yeah. yeah, Saatchi and Saatchi in the city, they're the same. They're just like mm, you, mm. you press go and bang. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But, but the weird thing is when I first uh, got set up down here and, and upgraded my internet, I remember the same thing. I, I sort of pressed, you know, send and on Hightail, I looked around, it was gone. I thought, oh, fuck, I've sent an empty file. <laughs> but I hadn't. I'd sent a full file. It was just so quick. Normally, I'd sit there looking at it going, well, I was going to have lunch. In fact, do the yeah. shopping as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it seems to have gone backwards. Well, I think they're just taking the money and running now. I don't think any, there's any uh, care about speeds. But if it's anything to do with internet speeds, they're running very slowly. Yeah, well, my problem here is, you know, four, well, three kids all on their devices, Plus, you know, the wife doing her thing. And um, there are times when it's just like, man, you might as well. I feel like getting the treadmill, the wife's treadmill out and hooking it up. <laughs> See if that Just helps. get a hamster. Yes. Get a hamster. Exactly. But yeah. Anyway, there you go. Fuck the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck you. Fuck you very much, Telstra. That's right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like been a, just one big therapeutic session, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. I feel much better now. Everybody vented now. Are we good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I feel, feel a lot better. Thank you. Excellent. Well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite. With thanks to Tribo. And Austrian Audio. Recorded using Source Connect. Edited by Andrew Peters. And mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging. With tech support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say good day, drop us a note at our website. Theproaudiosuite.com.